Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., This is a podcast from Minute Media. Malcolm Go Podcast, February 2nd, 2022. Back to old school. Just Tony and Tyler today. Zooming in. The boys on Discord. Oh, boy. What are we doing? What are we doing? What a fucking day. What a a week. Epic week for the boys. Uh, Tom Brady shuts it down for good. All the, you know... Rumors were swirling. Willie Woney, he's 44, not 45 yet. He does it. Releases the statement and doesn't mention the Patriots a single time in it. Um, you know, I don't know what to think about that. It was very difficult for me to uh, process. I guess. What would, What are your thoughts on it, Ty? I don't know. I didn't really think people were upset and they were like confused but he he retired from playing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers it was the same exact way he retired from playing with the Patriots except granted he was going somewhere else but like he he made a similar like goodbye to where I am right now yeah I I saw that point at the very beginning and then I was like okay by like the 19th stanza he's down to like the sprinkler fitters at the Tampa Bay uh, football stadium, and I'm like, could you maybe mention it? Like, could you maybe mention the Patriots once? It was fine, and then I'm like, ah, all right. Obviously, it was so blatant that he let it left it out that I was like, all right. Well, there's obviously going to be something bigger happening, and then we get an Instagram like quote tweet. He gets like a like the Patriots like Bob Kraft, you know, uh, took the high road, wrote a um a statement, and and basically Tom like just quote tweeted over it in like his Instagram story. Like, love you too. I thought like, I thought for sure he was like coming here one day contract, whatever, a full like fucking retire the Jersey, everything. And we got nothing. I mean, I swear to God, he was down to like the guys that were firing cannonballs at fucking Tampa stadium. I couldn't believe it. I was a little, I mean, it was bittersweet. I I think, I think the last episode of, um, What's his TV show? Man in the Arena? Yeah. It's going to be like 
it's gonna be like those like uh the girls who make like those senior videos the last day of high school <laughs> it's gonna be a montage for like 45 minutes with like bad songs and terrible yeah. cutting to things like that's all it's gonna be i actually gonna be started watching it i got through the, goodbye um, then i got through the first three the first three episodes and i actually i like it i mean it brings me back to fucking the time where i was in my life at those moments like I just remember every single pl- spot I was on every single one of those games, like for every minute, how I was feeling, sticking my head under a blanket, being a baby, having panic attacks, running in the other room, praying to gods, um, you know, and it just, um, I didn't expect it, to be honest with you, that he would retire. Um, the Schefter shit came out, and I was like, uh, I mean, it seems like legit, but the guy just had an MVP season. Um, I know, like, Tampa's, you know, kind of, you know, they're going to lose a lot of players, but I mean, it didn't seem like he was shutting it down, but I kind of like that he shut it down. Cause I was always in my mind. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Let him go play two years in Tampa, do whatever he wants. I think he saw the coaching down there. I was like, fuck these guys. They've blitzed. This cost me another Super Bowl. He's like, I just don't, don't have it in me anymore to just drag people with me. You know, that was his best shot at an eighth Super Bowl. He's not going to go out and there. And it was difficult. Like, he had to deal with, like, Antonio Brown. He had to deal with all this shit all year. And, like, there was a lot of injuries. Like, it's it's hard to win. You have to have everything go the right way. Yeah. And you can't let anyone make any mistakes. So As the Kansas City Chiefs can now attest, it's not simple to just win the Super Bowl every single year. No. It's not a given that you're going to go to the Super Bowl every year just because you have the le- a legendary quarterback or in a great coach-quarterback tandem. I mean, Brady made it look easy. For a long time, but then there was a 10-year gap before he could even, you know, before he won again. It takes a long time. Mahomes has been to, what, what, a, four straight uh, AFC championships? He won there one was a Super point Bowl. in my life where every offseason, like the year before, they'd have like, it would be like right now it would be Herbert. And they'd be like, could Herbert win as many Super Bowls as Tom Brady? This Always. is before he won, like. It was like when Robert Griffin and Kaepernick were in the league, and they're like, yeah. is, the, is the mobile quarterback here to stay? And, like, are these pocket passes? Do we need to move on? And it was every offseason we would just scream at the TV and just be like, you guys don't understand how hard this is. No, it like, doesn't no matter gonna do this because game. it's going to be the same guy with a maniacal fucking work ethic, like something you've never seen. I mean, all the stories have already come out. I mean, the, the, the countdown clock in every single one of his gyms to the Super Bowl kickoff every single year, you know, in his gym. He's looking at it every day. He eats literally just to be a quarterback. He exercises just to be the quarterback of your team. I mean, he runs, you know, drills with the players in the offseason. He just never stops working, and he was just like, I'm done with it. He literally, the, the cliff never came. You know, I mean, he just, he retired before he got bad. So no one's ever going to have uh, a reference of the he- in their head of Tom Brady being bad, ever. His worst season was probably his last with the Patriots. They're never going to have a bad view of him. Like, he's never going to be in a photo backing up some rookie in, fucking, in, in Houston. You know what I mean? Like Johnny Unitas in a, in a, in a Rams jersey and, or Joe Namath, whoever it was. That's never going to happen. It's just always going to be the greatest football player of all time literally pulled a Barry Sanders or a Calvin Johnson and retired at his peak. You know what I mean? Like he Brady could legitimately play at least two or three more years, no problem. You could definitely argue that he was the number one quarterback you wanted in the playoffs this year. Yeah. I mean, Rodgers shit the bed. Literally shit the bed. Brady brought dragged his team back from 27 to 3. And his coaches blew the game for him. I mean, he'd be in the Super Bowl right now. Yeah, he. I mean, there's definitely something with him. Like you do feel it for some reason when he's there. Like people yeah. get the nerves around him, but um, it is, it's inevitable. Tom Brady is inevitable. I don't know if that's a quote. If you want to put that on a on on a T-shirt, but he's an inevitable being. When he comes out, everybody's you know butt cheeks clamp tight. Because you know he's about to take your soul. And it's the great, it used to be the greatest feeling in the world. Um, just, just knowing that he was going to take that other team's soul. And the end of the fourth quarter, you know, like maybe there's like two minutes left, a minute and a half. And you just knew, fuck, this game's over. Brady, you're, Brady's down two or whatever. It was also like... It's a weird amount of like delusion that definitely lingers in me because... 
Yeah, sometimes you'll watch a game and there'll be like four minutes left and we'll be down by 18. You're like, I got well, it. I mean, there's still a chance. Like Brady pulled games off like that all the time. All the like, time. You, I, you're, you you're were never right. really that nervous about losing. So no. it was like a weird feeling because you always had the chance to win game you're in. It is funny you say that. At, at I, it's point. literally, I mean, I'd go, we go into the fourth quarter down like 10 to like maybe like a bad team that we shouldn't be losing to. I remember we, like, there was a couple years we were going for the one seed and, um, you know, they'd get down. They did it two weeks in a row. They had to beat like a bad Jets team or in a bad Buffalo. There were two division opponents, like a bad Buffalo team and a bad Dolphins team. And both weeks they went down like 17 to nothing. And I was like, that's fine. They're going to fucking, it doesn't matter. They're going to win this game. Like, I could never say that now. They were like late in the third quarter down 17. I was like, this, don't worry about that. We got this. And, and Brady would just win it every single time. Wouldn't matter. He would just will these guys to, uh, to victories. It's, it was an amazing, like, just thing to watch constantly. I mean, it was, you, you took it for granted, but it was like, it was always there. I mean, winning 12, 13, 14 games every single season. And uh, listen, and I'm the one out there in the mud, by the way. I was in there 20 years there, ever since Twitter started defending him against uh, the people who said he wasn't the best player in the NFL, that he wasn't the best quarterback in the NFL, that Peyton Manning's better, that he's a cheater, that he's not the GOAT, any of this shit. He's, a, you know, all that stuff. I'm the one. I deserve a thank you. I deserve a phone call at, at a minimum. A bare minimum, at least put me on your Instagram. For Christ's sake, for Christ's sakes, put me on your Instagram. You don't believe. You don't think. Do you think that we deserved a thank you? It uh, something, some shout out. I know we got the thing two years ago, and everyone's like, oh, two years ago we did it. Yeah, but he's retiring now. He's not leaving. Twenty years he was here. Twenty. That's more than most yeah, people I, fucking yeah. that have been football fans. Uh, you know, for, longer than most Patriots fans have been fans. I don't even know how many are left, but there's fucking. Kids, fucking kids graduated college from when he started to finish his career in, as a Patriot. I'm telling you, his media team feels very high book yearbooky class. Yeah. It's always these like corny sketches in these weird little videos. It's all rated for like, yeah. you know, freshman, sophomore in high school. Like he's going to make some like video. in memoriam video and it, it's yeah I, I wouldn't doubt it i mean it's definitely he definitely didn't want to do it now like the week of the super bowl he definitely wanted to do it in that last episode because um somebody obviously he's doing it for espn so he filmed it or filmed most of it um i think it was probably him supposed to be winning the super bowl just like the uh that facebook movie you know that the facebook documentary he did it was probably supposed to end with him winning the super bowl and then retiring so now, like, that he didn't, he, like, somebody saw it and then leaked it to Schefter. He fucking ran with it, and then Tom had no choice but to, like, come out and say something. You know what I mean? Like, he had no choice but to retire on a fucking, on Notes app. I don't know. You know what's crazy I, is how many incredible regular season games he had? Yeah. That, like, don't even really register. Like, if it was another quarterback, you'd be like, this guy, it was the best like, game just his regular played. season highlights, where you'd, everyone would be, like, they'd be playing forever, and it's like, yeah, and with him, it's like they're they're that secondary to his just could, incredible playoff. You, playoff. If you sat down and did it, I bet you could build three seasons worth of like from like game one to Super Bowl championships. So you could build like three nineteen game seasons of incredible comebacks. I would I would guarantee you could do it. I mean, I was thinking the other day, um, a guy I follow on Twitter used to write for like a a, a newspaper and. and uh, New Hampshire was saying like how Brady and Belichick were so perfect together. And he picked games that were like, like neither would have won by themselves. You know what I mean? Like Brady needed to be perfect in this game and Belichick needed to be perfect in this game. And he, he mentioned like the 2006 game in San Diego, like beat the one seed in San Diego. Yeah. Uh, you know, the two Super Bowl, you know, the two Super Bowl comebacks, the, um, you know, the Falcons and the Seahawks. And then I was just like going through my head and I remember, like, whatever it was, 2003, uh, in Denver on Monday night. They're losing. They took an intentional safety. Belichick takes an intentional safety. Defense holds. They take a punt. Brady brings them right down, scores a touchdown to David Givens, like, as time's expiring to win the game on Monday night, you know, during that 21-game winning streak. 
And I was just going through that season last night on the uh, Man in the Arena. And, like, every single game they won, and I remember it because I was like, Jesus, this guy, it, was, it wasn't like, you know, like 2007 to 2015 where they were just blowing everybody out. You know, every win was a blowout or whatever, or, like, they'd sneak, they'd either, like, sneak by a good team or they'd blow somebody out. Like, this, these games were, like, two and three points every single game, and they won every single one. In 2003, I forgot about this till yesterday, but they didn't trail in a game from the end of, I think, October till the Super Bowl. They didn't trail at all. They fucking were winning from start to finish in every single game until the uh, the Panthers took the lead in like the second half of the Super Bowl. What did they? They won like what twenty one straight in that twenty one straight. Yeah. So they yeah exactly. They started um, you know mid you know middle of two thousand three and they lost to the Steelers on Halloween um, the, the next year in two thousand four and then they started another streak, which uh, would have been even longer had they not lost to. Uh, the terrible Miami team at the end of 2004. Because then they went on and beat, obviously, the Steelers, which, again, which is another perfect quarterback game, was uh, the AFC Championship game on the road in Pittsburgh, 2004. Fucking Brady throws that bomb to Branch, and he had the flu that game. Everyone always forgets that he had a flu game. But that was like an, he had like an over 100-degree uh, fever playing in like 10-degree weather. He's just the best. I know. Like, just, I mean, the stories, they just don't end with him. You can, yeah, you can go on forever. I'm just proud that we're going to be able to say that we, like, I mean, there's been, well, I don't know how long humans have been around. <laughs> Got to be 150, 200 years. So uh, ever since, you know, since humans were around, the the odds that we would live in the same time that Tom Brady was alive are astronomical. We just have to think about that and be like, wow, we lived... Like, this is what, like, great-grandparents used to say about Babe Ruth. They're like, oh, you should have seen this fat fuck hit home runs. So, I was listening to someone talk about it. They said that, you know, we 32 teams in the league. You win once every 30. It would take two about 200-and-something years to win, on average, seven Super Bowls. Yeah. And he did that in 20. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he could have won years. more. It should take 200 years to win like just think and, about the the margin of error 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 the margin of error on like so many super bowls i mean the 2000 just, just picking a, a game out of the hat he had a, his probably one of his worst offenses in 2006 he has a 21 to 3 lead at halftime um in indianapolis they you know they lost that game they lost by like whatever 35 34 there was a drop pass by Rache Caldwell I mean, they would have destroyed the Bears in the Super Bowl. Um, the game that they they lost to Manning in Denver, um, you know, dead body, fucking not dead body, Peyton Manning, but Peyton Manning's good team, and we had like no Gronkowski, no, uh, we were basically, I think it was Dobson and Tompkins, and no Gronkowski, and no Edelman, and they're just fucking out there, and Brady's out there willing himself to win, got hit like three hundred times. Um, Literally, like I think he got hit twenty times in that game, sacked like seven. Brian Stork was was tipping the count. Stork. They would have they, they would have crushed Cam Newton in the Super Bowl. I mean, just think about it. I mean, the the helmet catch. He could legitimately have ten Super Bowls, eleven, twelve Super Bowls right now if everything went his way. You could do it. You could do it both ways. But still, I mean, think about it. The, even the games that he didn't get to, the fucking razor thin margin of error of him not getting there he was always there at the end i mean the teams that I he think had so impressive is they were always you know they were in the final four final always. eight almost every single year i don't remember did they ever lose in the wild card like they lost in the wild card like three times like they well i don't have the maybe twice they lost to the ravens that mm-hmm. one year and they lost the this and the titans yeah so that was the only two times they lost the divisional a couple times, and those are like their bad teams. You know what I mean? That would be like a normal quarterback would have six wins with that team. Tom Brady brings them to the playoffs and wins the division, and yeah. uh, you know what I mean. And then like, people we were just like, considered, you know, we already reset. Like Mac had a good year this year. The Patriots were, you know, they had a good season. Right. They went ten and seven, and lost in the wild card. This is an absolute failure for Brady. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. He would. He'd be in the gym the next day. Bullshit yeah. at the team. And yeah, exactly. I mean, first of all, I'll tell you right now that Brady would have had that team in the AFC Championship game. Absolutely. Uh, uh yeah, 
Probably. I mean, the yeah. odds the odds are he's had worse receiving. Well, he has to beat the Bills. Well, but I think they have a better record, probably. So yeah, I mean, he would have he would have beaten Miami to start the season. Well, realistically, they could have had the one seed if you probably had Brady. Yeah, exactly. Had a I mean, and then you win one game, you're in the AFC Championship game. I mean, that was you forget how good that was. You'd get a bye, win one game, and you're in your AFC Championship. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be so like I'll never feel that again. But it was like. In October, I just remember sitting there playing the Chicago Bears, and it was the game where Gronkowski went off on him, like had a gazillion yards and was throwing guys around, and Brady's just toying with these guys, and it was a, like a joke. And they were up so big, and I'm like, how much longer? Like, how many more games till the AFC Championship game when the football like really starts and is interesting? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, this is so like this isn't even like these teams don't even compete with Brady and Belichick. There's not even they don't even compete with them at all like I was just watching Jay Cutler with a, he had a, like a lot of good players like Brandon Marshall was on that team Alshon Jeffrey was on that team Mar- uh, Martellus Bennett they were stacked and the Patriots just embarrassed them in, on the field it was just um I don't know, it was a different time a different world I mean you, you just you'll never see it again and uh you just gotta appreciate it I mean it's just crazy to watch him I just hope that he comes up here more and he's part of this whole atmosphere again, because you really did change Boston sports. I wouldn't even say you changed the Patriots. I mean, me, I was born in 1985. You were probably what? 1990, something like that. 90. Yeah. So, I mean, in our lifetimes, the Bruins were always okay. They went to the playoffs for like a hundred years in a row, but it would always lose in the first round of the playoffs to the Canadians. Always Celtics had just stopped being good. When I was born, the Red Sox would have a good team, and then be average for five years, and then they hadn't won in 100 years. And then the Patriots, like, you know, would have a good team and then be mediocre for 10 and sucked terribly for 10. And then, um, you know, Brady came along, started winning with the Patriots, and then everyone else upped their game. You know, the Bruins had to chase them, the Celtics had to chase them, the Red Sox had to chase them. You know, all these teams are spending money trying to keep these giant teams together. You know, the Celtics put together the big three. The Bruins bring in Zidane O'Chara. They, you know, they they build their Bruins team. The the Red Sox start signing Ramirez, Ortiz. They had Pedro. You know what I mean? They they built these teams and just basically, I'm telling you, to compete with the Patriots and the popularity that they have. Fucking Robert Kraft has his own Minecraft city he built in Foxborough because Tom Brady was so goddamn good. I mean, he so why don't they? Why don't they just like? Why I think the smartest thing for these owners to do? You have a guy like Brady. Sell a piece of the team to him. You're right. now, like, yeah, how much, like Bobby Orr. Sell a piece, make him buy in. Like you know, you just have to buy in. You just have to pay for the shares or whatever. Like it's not going to be free, but give him the opportunity to buy in, and then he is going to be around the team. He can't ever and leave. S- yeah, at a discount. Do a nice discount. I mean, otherwise he, he's gonna buy into like you know some other team, and then he's gonna be their advisor, like Miami's team, like wearing a hat. You know what I mean? I don't know if he'd ever yeah. want to be. I mean, I could see him wanting to be owning it, owning a team. Like he's really good friends with David Beckham, right? Who owns an MLS team, which I mean, comparably, the value of an MLS team is like literally chipping into an NFL team. So like Bob Kraft could easily give him a discount, be like, give me fifty million. And you can have ten percent of this team, easily. Fifteen million? Why? I mean, he, the guy is a—he's a radio billionaire. Like he must be, right? Like close. I mean, he's got to be pretty damn close. I mean, off those yeah, sweat, off the, million, Bra- could... off the Brady brand sweatshirts alone, he's got to be close to a, a hundred million. I mean, yeah, I mean that's a, one billion. Good. Hey, you got a ninety ninety dollar crew neck here. Those fucking things are outrageous. I don't know what he's thinking with that. The TB twelve logo is better, by the way. Can we talk about that? The TB12 logo is 10 times better than any of those Brady logos. And, uh, yeah. And he's Something selling that for that. triple the price. I don't they, know what I feel like they never took off, though. What, the Brady stuff? The TB12, like, no one... But it's not really a clothing line. Like, it was supposed to be, like, the fitness brand, but nobody gave a shit about that. Like, nobody's, like, that dedicated to, like... I bought the book just so I had a Tom Brady book. I've never even opened it. I don't think the the bindings even cracked. I looked at the photos once. That was it. The book was like twenty eight bucks. I just I have it. It's like a display at my house, like a photo. And and then, I mean, everything. And then it didn't take off. And then 
People would go to the gym. Like, I can't imagine. It's a tiny place if you've ever been to Gillette Stadium. The TB12, like, original fitness place is, like, the size of my basement. And then you look at it, and then, like, a year and a half in, they started selling the hats. And then that's when it, like, kind of blew up. You could buy hats online. I got on it, like, the, the day of. I got a $25 hat. I still have the silver color. They only had silver and blue, and uh, that was it. And it was, like, 25 bucks or 29 bucks. And uh, they would send it to you. And that's kind of like when TB12, like, really, you know, became, like, in your face. You know, it was really just a fucking masseuse for a while. You know, the fucking guy, his yeah. masseuse and his oh. fucking, his diet that nobody wanted to do. Nobody has that. I, I was reading, like, the David Goggins book, right? So do you know David Goggins is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's, like, the world's toughest guy. He, he says he is and all this shit. And he's got, he had, like, a horrible upbringing. And then he's, like, trying to convince you that, like, you have the mentality and, like, basically the physiology to run, like, to just, like, expand your mind and do whatever you can do. Like, he was, like, fat and 300 pounds. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to be a Navy SEAL. And, like, a month later, he lost, like, 180 pounds and became a Navy SEAL. I was like, I can't. He, he runs, like, 100, 100 mile races. Yeah. And I'm like, no, we can't do that. Stop yeah, playing. you know why? It's because your mother loves you. It's not even just that. It's <laughs> well, just, like, these people are, like, chasing, they're chasing something that isn't there. Yeah. And they're like, maybe if I do this, it's going to do something for me. Guess what? It doesn't. No, like, yeah, I'm glad, you know, getting shade, do all that stuff. I'm the elliptical kid lately. I've been. Oh, oh yeah, I can tell. Elliptical. Trust me. Oh, yeah. And, but it's like these people, they just chase this shit. And it's like, it's, I feel like they think it's going to fill a hole that's. You know what never I thought about? Filled. And look, crack no, cocaine. No disrespect, there's no disrespect to this guy, David. I mean, David Gong. It was an inter- a very good book. He had a horrible life. And he's he, he's he's made tremendous successes of his life, of the tragedies. And I was just hey, looking. I'll do it. I mean, shut up. We get it. Yeah, but <laughs> like, but listen, he he goes through it and doesn't mention it twice. He was three times he was divorced, but he doesn't bring it up. Like I'm like, it's because you're maniacal and insane. Like he he's yeah. like, I'd get up at four in the morning and I'd run a hundred miles and then I'd ride my bike to work. I'd work for four hours. I'd take my snack break and also jog. And then he'd, he'd like jog at lunch and then he'd ride his bike home. Then he'd eat dinner and then he'd work out again. I'm like, guy, like this, this is why you've divorced three times. You insane narcissist. Yeah, it's Stop crazy. fucking thinking about yourself so much and think about someone else for once. No, then, that never is, comes up. No. <laughs> that's fucking, these people are all insane narcissists. Yeah. So. That's it. I just, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't hate the idea. I mean, of Brady coming in to own some of it. I, I trust him over. I trust Jonathan Kraft to run the team. Well, after I just, Bob goes. More teams need to do that. You have these incredible resources, like, like, um, like the Timberwolves tried to do with, you know, KG, and they messed that up. But like, why wouldn't you want, you know, Michael Jordan as part of your ownership team? Larry Bird at for the recruiting alone. Just for like the, the recruiting rec- and the knowledge, like these guys haven't. They they're the ones who did it. Like, I would run Kobe at every single one of my practices. Yeah, that would be smart. I mean, it, they the that's what the Bruins did with Bobby Orr and the fucking his uh, his agent fucked him. The Bruins before he left to go to Chicago, they had offered his agent partial ownership of the Boston Bruins, and his agent never told him that. So he signed with the Blackhawks, and then like years later, was that? That's all, probably because his agent was getting more money if he signed with the Blackhawks. Yeah, than- uh, yeah, it was something like that. And then years later, his agent went to jail. No, I don't know if it was over that, but it was over stuff like that. She fucked like the Bruins and the Bruins fans out of that, and Bobby Orr, obviously, because now he'd own probably most of the Bruins. Uh, but yeah, I don't think it's a terrible idea. I mean, he's trying to build this this fashion brand and the fitness brand. And he owns all these weird companies, NFTs, which I still don't understand. I don't think I'll ever understand that, and I don't think I ever want to. I feel like that's an insane thing. You just own something on the internet for a lot of money. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, maybe like my walls are pretty bare here. Like I need regular. <laughs> I need real but... stuff before I get the computer stuff. <laughs> I was looking at my bank account today. I was like, I what have a... nothing. What can I buy a fucking NFT with? I don't even know. I was like, so Bud Light. Uh, came out with this new beer called NXT or whatever. I saw a billboard on, on TD Garden today. 
It's, it's like zero. It's zero carbs. Is what it says. Bud Light next. Zero carbs. I was looking for it. So I went online. I was like, oh, I wonder where this is. And it probably tastes like piss. I think I feel like it's a seltz. It's like a seltzer. It's a beer favored seltzer. Basically, what it is. And uh, they were like, buy the beer. And then next to it says, buy NFTs. I was like, is this this everywhere now? I have to buy an NFT to find out where beer is. I'm like this fucking insane life I have to live. I just. Just kill me you now. Know, I'm never. I've I've stopped learning. I've given up on learning. I don't need to hear about new things on the internet. Just leave me alone. The fucking Twitter wanted me to have an NFT Twitter uh, avatar. I don't know what that means. Stop telling. Ask me what a fucking NFT Twitter avatar. Twitter Twitter asked me if I could delete my account. They said we're not forcing you <laughs> off, but it's they're not really fucking, working. They're out. definitely gonna dump KP fucking pretty soon. The guy's like, I'm like. I give him I give him a little leeway running the Malcolm Go Pod account, and uh, he's fucking start he's starting race wars with Jamel Hill. I'm like, can you stop? Can you stop? Couldn't be more southern. He's like he's like uh, I don't even know what he's talking about. He's like, oh. yeah. He's like, I, I was going after Jamel Hill. Obviously, everyone everyone has to go after her. I'm yeah. like, for what? I don't even know who she is. She was like the ES, she was on ESPN for a while. I don't know. She's she she does I don't know. She does racial racial talk basically on a podcast i don't know what i haven't listened to a word she said since she was on espn 20 years ago with the guy from the boston globe i don't know it sounded like he had like a like a career grudge with her yeah, <laughs> like, she was terrible like, I... she's definitely terrible and she was horribly annoying but i haven't thought about her in fact i muted her on my Brady Disciple account because I was like, why is she popping up? And everything she would say would annoy me. So I was like, I don't want to listen to this lady anymore. So I just muted her and everybody that talks about her. But KP is one of the guys that like has to get in into the fray. You know what I mean? Like he's he's like, I gotta get a piece of this. I, if this, you know, he's, he'll send it. He'll see. He's trying to go viral with like uh, gifs. You know what I mean? He'll throw like a Muppet gif under anything or uh, a SpongeBob gif on something, and he's hoping for it to blow up. Got no. Co- he sends no content into the fucking into the Twitterverse. Just gifts. The only responses I ever get to my tweets are someone fixing my spelling. So <laughs> you are, you are apostrophe. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. It's, what? Uh, I I tweet about the far too much. Uh, yeah, I know that's amazing. Um, fucking crazy. I, the best. So this all started because Bill Belichick is old and can't text. Did he might have possibly said, you know what, B-Flow, you're getting fucked in this coaching cycle. Yeah. Well, which is insane. He had a bunch of cra- a, a lot of allegations in that that are pretty nuts. Like, first of all, the Giants one, which is the big, the initial one. But I don't think the Giants are going to be in, in, in too much trouble because they, they had interviewed like three black coaches. Like, they, they interviewed the defensive coordinator from the Bills, another guy. And then they were bringing Flores in, but they had already picked Dabble. So basically, it was like, I don't, I don't think that necessarily was a sham interview. But you could see how the Rooney Rule is flawed, and like, like well, people like Brian Flores, and including Brian Flores, are used as just a guy to come in and check the box so they can hire who they really want. Not necessarily because this happened before. This happened with the Lions, and the Lions just decided. You know what? Hey, we found our guy. It was I think it was Mariucci. Mariucci. Okay, I don't know. You're going way back. I think he Yeah, so he coached it was when the and they were like, Hey, we found our guy. Uh we didn't get through all the interviewing process. We're gonna pay the fine for not interviewing enough African American go or whatever. Like but we're not gonna have people come in even though we already have our guy just to waste their time for no reason. Yeah. So other franchises have said Hey, we found our guy. We didn't follow the Rooney rule correctly. We'll just pay the fine. Not just have some guy waste his time, fly up to interview with you for no reason. Like, it was a scumbag move. Yeah, exactly. If they already knew they had Dabble and Bill Belichick's finding out about it, who doesn't even work for the team from two sources. He said he heard from the Giants and the Bills that that was happening. So he, Which is crazy how much these teams talk. Yeah, exactly. It makes it seem even worse of like an old white boys club. You know what I mean? It sounds even worse because of... They do uh, say all these guys talk constantly. So, I mean, he's definitely talking to the other coaches and, you know, yeah. like on other teams. Like it's you know, more than I think how people How bad think. that could have been for like Bill Belichick if he had said something like horrible in those texts. Like if Brian... Nah, I'm not even going to say it. But if... I don't think Bill's that guy. Like Bill doesn't... 
don't know that guy. No, but if he 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 fucking he texted the wrong guy. Why do you have him listed as Brian and not his last name? Why do you he not pro- have his yeah. last name if you have two Brian's well, it's in your phone? Brian Gobble and Brian Flores is probably right back back to back. Yeah, exactly. But you text the yeah. the correct one. You know, you I've done that before. I when I was twenty one, and I don't think age is an excuse because when I was twenty one, I I I emailed a lady that she was a cunt, but I was meant to email it to somebody else. But I emailed the lady I was calling a cunt. <laughs> so I don't think age is an excuse here. That happened, <laughs> and that's fifteen years ago when I was. I heard you spry. had like a reply all situation. Oh, I, I had one of those too, like but that wasn't my all... problem. That was somebody had said a racial epithet to me. And then I forwarded it along, not knowing it was there. So that was, I mean, it wasn't really my mistake, but it was partially my mistake because I barely read emails as it is. So no, yeah. If you're in the third, if you're telling me something, it's the third sentence of an email. I'm yeah. not getting you. I literally am the too long didn't read meme. Like you know, <laughs> that's my life. If I I tried to read a book one time about like uh, how to like speed read which it was like basically read the first sentence the last sentence of the paragraph and you basically get it that was like the whole book and i was like all right i got it and that's what i've been doing ever since like the sixth grade <laughs> first, I, uh, first sentence last sentence and then reply all i'm a big subject guy because i know i'm mostly reading the subject so yeah. i try to type like whole email just on the <laughs> subject <laughs> as per my last email um yeah the florence thing is crazy if you want to listen thing... what go ahead oh, no, no no you got it no, so the the most interesting thing I thought out of that whole thing, other than John Elway being shit faced and showing up to sham interview Brian Flores, uh, was the the fucking Dolphins owner wanted him to throw games. Basically, paid him a hundred thousand dollars to uh, to lose games. I mean, is this not like jail time? That's the, people. Go that's illegal. That is yeah. Point shaving. Point shaving number one, and it's fucking. Yeah, it's a racket. I mean, he could literally, not that a billionaire needs the money, but like if he knew his team was going to lose, I mean, do you know how much money you could bet on your own team? I mean, it's Pete Rose fucking all over again. Your owner, though, just so we can get Joe, I think it was Joe Burrow that year, or, um, you know, tank for somebody. Justifies firing based off him having like a 500 winning percentage. Yeah. So he pretty much went 500. It's like, well, apparently. You guys in the front office are trying everything you could to lose a game. So why is that my fault? Why does that go against my record when you guys are the ones? Exactly. Because a guy, a, guys like that don't get second chances immediately. Like, I mean, Josh McDaniels, this is like his, you know, it's his second head coaching job. And it's been, whatever, 10 years at least or 12 years since he was a head coach last. Matt Patricia's never going to get another gig. I mean, you go out and you have, and you're fired within your first two years. You're like, Toxic, you know what I mean? Yeah, if you, especially you to, if you lost six or seven more games than you could have lost because your your owner wanted to get a better draft pick. I mean, that was that one's a huge. I mean, basically, literally, you could go. He could go to jail for that if it could be proven. I um, mean, how many? What are we talking? Like three first round picks? That's got to be draft picks, it and it's got to be substantial fines, and they should make him sell the team. I mean, you can't tell your te- your fucking coach to blow games on purpose that affects everything it affects the coaches the players who knows pro bowls incentives everything and to pay money on the side like where was that money coming from yeah i don't know if that's i don't know if that's so much of a problem because he an employee of the team but it's definitely shitty and like putting a honorable guy like brian flores in a terrible position now he's basically poisoned to 31 teams he can only like literally the Patriots are probably the only team that could hire him right now, which I'd be all for. But like I, de- yeah, he's not going I to be a he head coach. Go, well, I think it would also be a good move for a team like who were, I don't know, like Minnesota. Like, yeah. what's the harm in hiring him? Like the other owners might be pissed at you for some bullshit, but at the same time, it's like I don't know. The players, everyone in the league is gonna love you. Yeah, you hire the black coach that out of the league. Like, I would go play for him. Everyone loves the guy. I mean, everybody that's ever played for him loves the guy. And that's yeah, why I'd love to have him back. Everyone has respect. Yeah. He, could be, he could be the head coach in waiting in New England, for all I care. Bring him home. I mean, literally, I mean, Houston's ridiculous. And I don't disagree with his claim either. I mean, they're like, fucking Houston's trying to hire a, a guy that was a quarterback, a backup quarterback two years ago. 
to be its head coach. Minnesota trying to bring Harbaugh from Michigan. I mean, this guy, Flores, is a legitimate head coach in the NFL, had a bad roster, and beat the Patriots three out of four times. Was forced to play a quarterback that he didn't want to play by the owner. Yeah, exactly. happened to Belichick when he was in Cleveland. Like, he didn't want to play – I don't forget who it was. He wanted to play Vinny Testaverde, and they were like, no, this guy's from Cleveland. Yeah, Kozar, yeah. high pick Kozar. And they're like, we want to play – and it's the same situation. Like, I think think Flores is going to be a great coach, and I would love to have him back. Bring him back. Bring him – there's literally – there's nowhere else he could go. And I don't think Belichick – I don't think he has ill will to Belichick or Bill has any towards Brian. I think that they're they're probably still close – I mean, I think Brian's probably going to be on this tour for a little while. Now he's like, he was on every fucking talk show in the world this morning. Like fucking uh, Good Morning America, Sports Center, all this shit. I mean, he's, he's going all in on this lawsuit, which I don't even know if he's going to be allowed to be a coach if you're suing the league. I guess you probably could. Um, I don't know if an owner would want to hire you because then you're, you're technically hiring a guy that's suing you. So I don't know how that works, but even and worse, Brady, like... like- like Brady said, it's not really easy to win a, win a lawsuit against 30 billionaires. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he probably is going to – I don't know what he's trying to get out of it. I don't know if he's – he's suing three teams and the league, but I don't know what he could possibly win in terms of damages. I think they're going to have to make the hiring yeah. process more, like, uh, transparent. Probably that's it. You know, I don't know what else and you could possibly a, get. I was listening to uh, Darius Butler, old – uh, safety cornerback in the league forever, like notorious. Yeah. He's almost like a McCordy where he was like designing game plans when he played and everything like that. And he was like, why do I, like I'm 31 and I can't get a job when I was just doing as a player. Like I was designing game plans. I was going to battle on the field with Rogers every week, like, you know, making calls based off what I see against Brady and Peyton Manning and, and there's some guy just because when he was 19, he, he coached for, you know, Penn, he was a Penn State a grad assistant. Like, that yeah. guy gets an advantage over me because he went up in the ranks. Like, it is kind of ridiculous that these guys with so much knowledge as players don't get to yeah. don't get to become coaches. Yeah, I don't know if a lot – I mean, some of them do. I don't know why you would want to be a coach, to be honest with you. If you made so much money – and Darius Butler was like a second-round pick from the Patriots, or maybe – yeah, I think he was a second-round pick of the Patriots. So he made a – probably a good amount of money. So you, the minute you retire and you want to be a coach, you're going to work double the hours as a player for like a 10th of the pay. You know what I mean? That's the only yeah, thing. Like, like these guys now make have more money. Fucking the podcasters. Yeah. No, I don't. You I, have the knowledge to be able to like, not many people have that knowledge. So you have a specific skill to get paid like a lot of money to do it. So I don't yeah. know. I, yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, uh, and they love it. Obviously, they played forever. Like, yeah, exactly. Did you see Belichick's statement on uh, on on Brady today? It just came out like an, uh, like a couple hours ago. No, no, he was he, he basically it was a very good. Uh, I'll read it actually right now. It's a fucking literally a home run. He hit every single perfect topic. It literally just came out as of. Fucking one hour ago, it is 9.20 p.m. Eastern Time. This was 7.44 p.m. I am privileged to have drafted and coached Tom Brady, the ultimate competitor and winner. Tom's humble beginning in professional football ultimately ended with him becoming the best player in NFL history. Absolute home run. Uh, Tom consistently performed the highest level against competition that always made him the number one player to stop. His pursuit of excellence was inspirational. Tom was professional on and off the field and carried himself with class, integrity, and kindness. I thank Tom for his relentless pursuit of excellence and positive impact on me and the New England Patriots for 20 years. So, just a a, a home run grand slam. I love that he called him the best player of all time. uh, Because for so long, he would always say it was uh, Lawrence Taylor. Like, no one could ever take Lawrence Taylor off. Um so it's just, uh, you know, it was a great, a great statement from Bill. And it's, it and makes well, me even sad, sadder that, that I hope that there's really no ill will. It didn't seem like there was after that. There's the- not, the, the amount that Bill loves football, yeah, like more than anyone, like who knows these guys from the 40s and stuff like that. He's just, he just like loves it more than anything. And that he got to coach the greatest player who's ever played the game and win with him, like, there's no chance Bill isn't like 
incredibly grateful for that. Yeah, and I think that maybe, I don't know if Tom took it personally or somebody else took it personally, but I've said it on this podcast before. Um, he just, he's a master, Bill Belichick is a master motivator. So he knows what makes people tick, right? He knew Cam Newton needed to be praised. And, uh, you know, that's, that's how you get the best out of Cam Newton is to like give him his swagger and tell, you know, tell him how great he is and how good he's doing and all this shit. And to get the most out of Brady is to basically like fucking like pick at him and, and give him shit and make him feel, you know, like he's not good enough to be there. So he'll outwork everybody. And it just, it worked perfectly for 20 years until Bill Tom was like, I still think Giselle got in his ear, but I'm not going to say that to Tom, but yeah. And I think Tom, you know, there was that the contract at the end and it was still like, you are a player and you know, that was, whether it was wrong or not, like hated each other at the end. Yeah. I think they They were were not happy, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. Like you were together for 20 years. It was, it was great. Like, it's going to happen. It's just over now. And I was, I basically, everything happened the way I hoped it would happen is he would win a Super Bowl in Tampa. The Patriots would rebuild their team um, and, you know, start competing again. And Tom would end at two years. I was already mad that he, like, he signed an extension for a third year. I was like, fuck. Because then, especially after he played so good this year, I was like, this shit, he could, he's going to play. He can play till he's 50. He was talking till he was like, he's like, I can play till I'm 50 if I want. And then um, I was like, shit, he's going to have like eight years in Tampa and probably win like two more Super Bowls. And then the people are going to start talking about, you know, what team does he actually belong to? That was what I got nervous about. Like he's going to all of a sudden be in six straight Super Bowls with the Tampa Bay Bucks and uh, make Bruce Arians the greatest coach of all time. That's what made me nervous. So I was, kind of happy he's calling it quits i think that's also like like it's really hard to get to the super bowl that often yeah especially i mean they went all out i mean they have literally i mean i don't know how much cast space they have left but they can't bring anybody back i mean now now tampa tampa's gonna be in shambles next year by the way i can't wait to see arians try to pick that shit up i wouldn't be surprised if he just quits right on the spot if he i wouldn't be surprised he quits on the spot he's a torn achilles he has no quarterback Gronk's definitely no retiring. There's no way Gronk's coming back anywhere. Gronk's done. Unless he wants to go play with Probably, Aaron Rodgers or something. I think Godwin's a free agent. Like, you're, yeah, like, yeah, he Godwin's might be done. definitely a free agent. Um, I mean, they're nothing. I mean, their whole team is going to be gone. Is left? What? No, Leftwich is still there. Never mind. Still there, but he's probably going to get the Jaguars job, I'm assuming. Um, and then they're supposed to, Bowles is supposed to get interviewed. I think he got interviewed by New Orleans. Um, but I don't know. Arians is they pretty old. Bowles the Tampa job. Arians is seventy. Yeah, he's pretty. Old. I think he might be. Yeah, at least Belichick's age, maybe older. Um, but it's just. It was I, I kind of want to see him. I want to see him coach without Brady, though. Just to just to fucking out him. Kind of. I kind of want to see them bring back the whole offense, the, the whole team, and just not have Brady and just see what the fuck it looks like. You're gonna run my. They'll be fucking. I guarantee you, they'd be five and twelve. Cam's gonna be down there next year. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> Fucking Cam, he is finished. I, I mean, I, I feel bad for the guy. That that guy couldn't get a playbook before November for like the last three years, and they're just like setting him up to fail. You know, Twitter goes crazy. Like, oh man, Cam's better than this dude, and then he comes in, he's like, ah, he's really not though. He's really not no. good. <laughs> uh, but again, who knows? Um, how about my Bengals? Joey Burrow, Joey Ice. Yeah. I loved it. I love it. It just fucking proves I fucking Mahomes, who had a terrible second half and an indescribable two mistakes on that goal line, like to win the game. Unbelievable. He takes two sacks trying to like, I don't know what he was trying to do. Superstar that team. Like he fucking, nobody's open, throw it away. He took two sacks. You absolutely cannot take Tom. Tom Brady would have never, ever taken either of those sacks. What do you have in the Super Bowl? I think the Rams are probably going to crush him because the weakness of the Bengals is their offensive line. And Aaron Donald is the best defensive lineman I've ever seen. He, he requires minimum two players to block him every single play. Like the, the Bengals are a great story and they're a Cinderella, but I can't imagine. I mean, their defense played great against the chiefs. They can, they can definitely slow down the Rams offense, but I can't imagine that 
Bengals can get past the fucking D line of the Rams. The I, I mean, you, it did feel like Aaron Donald took that game over in the fourth quarter, and I don't see. I think Aaron Donald's the best player in the league. So, yeah, pound for pound and position for position, definitely. Like I don't think. I mean, I don't know. I, it's he's going to be tough to beat. So, who knows? Want the I mean, Rams Joe win. Burrow is. I I think it's just going to be a good game. Joe Burrow is. Fun yeah. to watch. Though. I like Joe Burrow, and his receiving core is insane. I mean, Chase is sick. T. Higgins yeah. is great. And then they have fucking, uh, what's the other kid's name from Pitt that's good? I forget. The third guy. He's. Uh, I mean, they have three legitimate number one receivers that they just drafted year after year. Um, I think there's like literally three years in a row they drafted a receiver number one besides Burrow. They just drafted a, a, a number one receiver, and now they have three of them. So it's pretty pretty sick. I mean, their offensive line is Terrible. I mean, what do you get sacked nine times against the Titans? The Chiefs were all over him all game. Burrow didn't have a great game. The defense kind of showed up and, and stopped the Chiefs in the second half. Um, I thought the 49ers were going to actually win the Super Bowl. I was kind of surprised they lost to L.A. Um, Who has – what quarterback currently has the most rings in the league? Oh, I read this today. It's Jimmy G. Uh, yeah, he's got Jimmy, two. Jimmy G. Two Super Bowl Jimmy's rings. Got two. Only – the last unretired quarterback um, with two rings, yeah, it's fucking crazy. But he was in the he was the, obviously the backup for both. But he's he could have been he could have won him as his own. But he choked his own away. Um, so there are only there's only three veterans like left in the league, pretty much. You have Rogers, Rogers, Matt Ryan, and Stafford. Yeah, Wilson's kind of old. Russell, been, I guess Russell's getting there. Yeah, it's like this has got to be what his ninth or tenth year coming up. And then like Mahomes is like a veteran now. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's the new standard. I mean, it's going to be him and Herbert are going to be like, him, Herbert, and Josh Allen are going to be like the Brady, Breeze, and Manning for uh, the next, like, 10 years. Hopefully, yeah, and Ma- Mac Jones. Yeah, and Mac Jones, too. I mean, once Mac ascends, I really do hope uh, now that they lost Dabble um, that that team just fucking falls apart. Like, literally that Josh Allen just be- goes back to earth, not running the Patriots offense anymore. If, uh, if Mac... Jones had Philip Rivers' career. Would you be happy? No, because Philip Rivers never won a Super Bowl. You think that Philip Rivers would have won a Super Bowl with Belichick? I think he probably would have won a Super Bowl somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he brought the fucking ch- he. He was tough as nails, man. Did he ever miss a game? Because he went to he tore his ACL and played in the AFC Championship game against the 2007 Patriots and and kept it like respectable. An undefeated- Was that the game? LT cried. Um, it might have been. When did he cry on the bench? He cried on the bench. Yeah, in that game, and and um, I think it was. I mean, they played the Chargers like two or three times in the playoffs, and obviously one was 06 when they went to San Diego. But that was that was um, Rivers as a rookie. That was the they were the number one team in the league that year. And then I think that you're right. I think 07 was the year that LT didn't play like the whole game. Because, like, he hurt his foot. But fucking Philip Rivers had a torn ACL, played the whole game, made it respectable. He was fucking running, like, running for his life. You know, they weren't even rushing him because he couldn't move. And they were just dropping everybody. And I think the game was, like, 24 to 14 or something. It was pretty – and it was, like, a three-point game until late in the fourth. It was pretty interesting. But, yeah, I don't know. He probably would have won a Super Bowl with Belichick. I think a lot of quarterbacks would have. I mean, Rodgers definitely would. Um Anybody at Breeze probably would have. Breeze is like a would have been a pretty classic Patriots uh, quarterback. Just like fucking easy dump off passes. Just find the open guy. Like don't throw bombs unless we have to. He would have been kind of a classic Patriots yeah. quarterback. No uh, one's is just ice cold in the fourth though. Who is? No one is just as locked in in the fourth oh, quarter. No, no, there's nobody like that. I mean, you'll never see someone like. I mean. Literally, he got he was he'd fire me up like the way he would be in the field screaming at his players and like headbutting them and shit. I'd be like, I'd be in the stands fist fighting my brother because I'd be so excited, like watching him scream at shit. Like I was like, how does he turn that off? Like I don't know how you turn that off. Like that competitive fire for everything. Like how, he says, I just don't want to do it anymore. He basically was like, eh. He didn't say like I can't. He's just like I'm just I'm just not gonna do it anymore. Like just felt like he didn't want to. His kids are like, how old is oldest son? He's gonna be fourteen. 15 years old. He's building like a $50 million mansion in Tampa. I just hate that he's going to be 
part of their culture forever. You know what I mean? Like now it's going to be a race to like who can retire his number first or like who can give him a, a, a Hall of Fame jacket first. All Maybe they shit. offered him ownership there. That would have been smart on his deal. Hey, yeah. you got a piece of the team. You come here. Fucking but, stupid uh, pirate ship in the in the. Uh, I get, we gotta, his first thing is team owners remove that dumb pirate ship. <laughs> we missed KP this week. We might have him back next week. Apparently he he's out. He's uh, they do it different. Valentine's Day. He said, "I want to knock it out early. I'm taking my girl out to Cracker Barrel tonight." Going, so. He says, "Just give me that queso. I know you got queso. I want queso and extra Tostito chips." I thought about KP. Yeah. <laughs> I heard he died of gonorrhea poisoning, but oh, no, I wasn't going to bring kidding. it up here on this pod. Uh, no, he's apparently he's yeah. The, he he took off the podcast to go on a date with his girlfriend, which is an interesting move Valentine's to Day. They get Valentine's Day done early down south. Valentine's Day doesn't even exist anymore when you're married. But I've been fucking. I don't even know Valentine. I don't even know the date of Valentine's Day these days. Uh, what? All I know is that I have to buy shit for my kid to bring to school. Because you got to give one to every boy and girl in class. Like, anybody gives a shit. I I remember being a little boy in class and be like, oh, the Valentine's used to be just little cards. They would say, from fucking Amanda. You know what I mean? It would just be like a little, like, like a trading card made of cardboard with Snoopy on it. And it'd be like, I love you, or some stupid shit. And you'd have to get one from every boy and every girl in class. Like, it mattered. Dumb holiday. What's going on now? What? Same, the same thing? Yeah, I don't know. They're fucking going to get a handout. Oh. Yeah, exactly. It's terrible. I didn't know what they were giving out. I thought you were maybe giving out toys or something. Yeah, we are giving out little fucking little toys. They're like little um, poppet things. I don't know. They're like a, a fidget toy for little kids. But you like you know how like you pop little buttons on things, and then you turn it over and it pop it back? It's absolute nonsense. It's like made – I don't know what it's made for. Like just to uh, keep ADHD kids from fucking – strangling cats i have no idea but interesting yeah but all right i gotta uh we should do it yeah yeah let's hang it up and um i mean this is a good pod hey um everyone especially all the diehard fans um i want to appreciate say thank you for this this has been a great season and and tom brady what can i say love you thank you guys thank you all hey join the patreon if you haven't already, patreon.com slash MalcolmGoPod. Just three tiers on there. I got a bunch of stickers I'd love to send out. Joined our Discord server, Malcolm Go Podcast. And, uh, of course, you can get us on Twitter, Brady Disciple, at MalcolmGoPod. MalcolmGoPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to comment, email me. Dude, email me. Do whatever you want. I'll send you a sticker. I'll send you a koozie. I got some good shit up here. I'm trying to, set, I'm trying to sling merch, babe. I'm trying to sling merch. Um... You know, we'll see. We'll probably come back. I don't think the Patriots, uh, I mean, the Super Bowl is next week, so I don't really know if we're going to talk next week if, unless something big happens. Um, we could have talked Josh McDaniels today, but I could fuck him. I honestly fuck him. Just go to go to Las Vegas. And uh, I did hear a rumor, a vicious rumor today that Bill O'Brien's staying in Alabama. So that's uh, that just happened about an hour and a half ago, too. So uh, who the fuck knows what's going to happen next year? Let's face it. I don't know. They might suck. At this rate, they got no coaches left, no front office left, and I'm frankly sick of it. But um, yeah, join the Patreon. All right, go Pats. Go Pats. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Seven, eight months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about honor. It's about respect. We win this game. You're honored. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's Let's go. intercepted. He intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Brady. The back. Snap, ball down, kick up, kick is on the way, and it is good! It's good! It's good! Adam Vinatieri moves a 48-yard field goal, and the game is over, and the Patriots are Super Bowl champions!
love you. I love you. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.